Welcome to the Practical Ascension Podcast. I'm your host and soul alchemist, Tracy Goody. Stay with me for practical guidance and flow for your modern life through this time of ascension. Today on the Practical Ascension Podcast, I am joined by Anna Frolic, an intuitive mentor and creative guide. Anna works with purpose-driven entrepreneurs to unlock their true calling, embrace their magic, and quantum leap into the freedom their soul is craving using a combination of personalized coaching, soul-level work, and done-for-you services. After following her inspiration to self-publish a few of her own Oracle card decks, she has received many questions from like-minded entrepreneurs who wanted to create their own decks as well, which is what has inspired her to put her knowledge into a course, and recently into a complete done-for-you service for spiritual leaders and entrepreneurs ready to channel their wisdom into their own deck of inspirational cards. Today, Anna will be sharing with us some wisdom on the topic of creating and publishing your own Oracle card deck. Welcome, Anna. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here and super excited about this topic today. Yay. I'm super excited about it too. It's so fun. And I've, I've been seeing a few people just kind of like dripping out and starting to publish their own Oracle card decks. And I think it's such a powerful thing for spiritual entrepreneurs to do. Um, so I'm really happy that we're giving this topic some attention. And I know a lot of business owners are just kind of like starting to toy with the idea of creating their own Oracle card deck. So I'd love to know what prompted you to take this leap um, and create your own deck, which then spiraled into all these other amazing things, obviously. But what kind of really um, got you in that place to take the leap? Well, first of all, I'd say I've always been a really creative person. I've always had lots of creative ideas, even before I started my business. Um, I actually had another business before I got into my more spiritually based business as an intuitive. And back then it was more about writing books and blogging and all those things. But then I got started on my spiritual journey and I started working with Oracle cards and I just really loved them. And so I'd say maybe after about a year or two, I just really started getting those, those inner nudges to create my own deck or decks. <laughs> and they were definitely inspired by my journey. I was on a healing journey and <laughs> a big adventure, um, totally life-changing. I might share a little bit more I about love that it. Yeah. later too, because <laughs> um, I know we're gonna, you're going to ask me some questions about when I got started on my ascension journey. Awesome. Yes. Uh, so that's totally connected. But yeah, so basically I was just on this healing journey and going through a lot in my life. There was a lot of change. All of it was really exciting, but there was also, you know, definitely some stuff coming up and yep. <laughs> I was processing a lot of childhood themes and then, yeah, I got the inspiration to start creating a deck. And basically what happened was I definitely wanted to share it with my audience. But first of all, I just really tuned in every day and I received the medicine that I needed for my own journey. So whenever I had a question, I would just open up and just receive a short channeled message and I would put them into just one card and so my deck kept growing and growing <laughs> and 
I actually ended up creating two volumes of the same deck, the magical heart healing cards, because I had so much wisdom coming through. Wow. And uh, I started sharing them with people and they really loved them. And then I decided to actually really publish them and put them out there for people to buy. I love it. So it kind of just, it kind of just dripped through with uh, your own personal experience. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's just how I flow best anyway. Um, everything that I've created has always been inspired by my journey because I love sharing what I know has worked for me, what mm-hmm. has made a difference for me, because then I know there are probably people out there who will benefit as well. Absolutely. So your deck, so those, that's two decks. That's one, it's kind of broken into two volumes. Um, and that's, that's based on kind of like heart ascension, heart opening, heart chakra. What's that, what's that based on? Mm, yeah. So when I created this deck, I was on my journey of manifesting my soulmate. That's how oh, it really gotcha. all started. And so that was definitely a healing journey because it brought up a lot of right? <laughs> old childhood stuff. And it was also the time when I had just come back to Canada, which is my beloved childhood home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm actually from Switzerland originally. I came back in 2012. So um, BC, is that correct? I'm in BC. BC, yeah. BC to Switzerland. I can see similarities mm-hmm. in that too. <laughs> yeah, there's just a lot more space here. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, so true. I was just really processing, you know, the themes of loss and separation. Mm-hmm. And just as I came back, that all that got triggered. So um, and connection, opening my heart dropping my heart shields and all of those things were just coming up and definitely in connection, I would say with the ascension journey, because I mean, the heart is so important, Mm. reconnecting with our hearts and it's part of really grounding our spiritual essence into the physical. And it really comes back together in our, in our center and our heart center. So I love that. I love that. I'm, I'm obsessed with the heart center myself too. So I could, yeah, I, that's, it's such an amazing focus. So, so you created that, that two volume deck. Um, so now, and this is just kind of like out of curiosity too. Um, whenever you're kind of creating the deck and you're channeling through the information. So whenever you're channeling it through, is that, um, did you find you were creating um, the, the cards out of that? What would be on the cards or was it more what would be in the guidebook and what they would symbolize? Or how did you find that came through for you? I don't actually have a guidebook for this particular deck. I just, you know, channeled the messages like they're right on the cards. Oh, the messages right on the cards, yes. Which you know what can be super beneficial too because who has the time to memorize all of their Oracle card decks really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it worked out really well for this deck and I am a writer so mm-hmm. it definitely, you know, it, it works for me. Yeah. And I did create one with images later on as well but I really like this this process of creating and I guess for me, it was also a way of simplifying my creative process Mm -hmm. because I had always wanted to write a book, but I'd always struggled with focusing and, you know, actually getting things done. So creating an Oracle card deck in that way really helped because, you know, you have limited space on each card and you have to just really, you know, be relatively brief with your message and, it's a very nice way to structure a project. So um, 
it was just a lot quicker for me to get it done that way. And yeah, it was a really great way, I think, to liberate my creativity as well. And after that, I felt it was a lot easier for me to create anything I wanted. After you went through that process. Mm -hmm. Nice. I love that. That feels really good. So would you find that like, do you find everybody's process is kind of like similar or totally different for creating Oracle cards? Like, is it, does it, does it tend in your experience what you've seen to come in that same way or is it kind of very different based on the person? I definitely think it can be different for everybody because everybody has different strengths. So <clears throat> I'd say, you know, I'm, I'm definitely a writer and I'm also good at the visuals, but I've really worked on developing that in the past six or seven years. And some people might be artists, you know, they, they're really good at creating the artwork for the decks and they might want to focus on that more and maybe even collaborate with somebody for the writing. Right. And uh, yeah, there's so many ways to do that. Wow. So it's just, it's just kind of like being open to the possibilities is the first thing. Absolutely. And I truly believe that we're all unique and it's, you know, a great thing to express our uniqueness and that makes everything a lot easier in the creative process as well. If we really focus on the things that are our strengths and that we're really passionate about and if there's anything that we don't enjoy doing or that's just not in our zone of genius, I think it's always a great thing to collaborate as well. Yes. And I've been getting that nudge too. And I know a lot of people have just that how powerful collaboration is, especially in this community of spiritual entrepreneurs and how we're like really like breaking down all the idea of competition and how it's all about collaboration now. So I love that you brought that up as well, because I never even thought about that with Oracle card decks, but of course that would make sense. Yeah, that's totally true. And I think a lot of people who have created Oracle cards have done it that way. I guess mm. many of the big publishers, if you look at Hay House or right. uh, Blue Angel Publishing, I mean, they usually do it that way. I mean, there's a whole team involved there. Of course, and, right? <laughs> I mean, kind of, that's kind of where I see myself heading to because my, my business is actually a publishing business. That's, that was my intention when I first started it back in 2012. And I kind of feel that's where it's heading now. I love that. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> so now for, for those that are really feeling called to create their own Oracle target deck, and I, I have an inclination that there's a lot of our listeners out there who are in this category. Is there any one piece of advice that you would give to them as a first step to creating their deck? I would say the first step is to just get started. <laughs> mm -hmm. I think for a lot of us creatives, I see this with you know, a lot of my clients and I've been there myself too. We tend to have a lot of ideas, but then actually putting things into action and getting things done is typically the harder part. So just get started. And if you're not sure how, then do your research. That's one of the things that inspired me to put my knowledge into a course initially. Mm before I turned it into more of a done-for-you service. But yeah, there are a lot of moving pieces and, and definitely it's, it's a bit more complicated than publishing a book, for example. Like mm -hmm. there are a lot of services out there like 
let's say, um, Angram Spark or Create Space that make it really easy to self-publish a book today. With cards, it's a little bit more complicated, but there are also a lot of possibilities and options out there. And other than that, I'd say just, just get started and don't make it too complicated. You can just you know, do one card a day and within a month or two, you have your finished deck. So it's not really that big of a deal. Right, right. Have fun with it. Yeah, have fun with it. Exactly. That's the biggest thing, right? You don't want to resent the project and force yourself to do it. Yeah. Otherwise, what's the point? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I love that you're offering so much support around this too. It's just, it's really cool. I'm not seeing anybody else um, in this category, especially with Oracle cards, because like I said, I see a lot of people that are kind of just like on the cuffs and like want to kind of do it, but don't know the steps to take. So there's another reason I really wanted to get you on this podcast here and help spread this message out because I want people to know you're here and you're ready to help them with that. <laughs> Yeah. Yay, awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. So now moving on to a question that I ask all of my guests, when is a time when you stepped into ascended living? So transformed a challenge or struggle into growth. And I know you, you have something cooking up here. So I'm excited to see uh, what's coming up for you around that. Mm. Yeah. I think the answer to that is pretty clear. Um, I started my first business in 2009 and basically what I did back then is I, I took what I knew from corporate so I was in the advertising industry working as a copywriter and content editor. And initially I did that in my business. And it was a great transition. It was a really easy flowing way for me to get out of, you know, my full-time job and, and just create more freedom in my life. But what happened about a year later was that I, I just hit this wall and first of all, I was pretty burnt out from being in constant go, go, go mode. And just, you know, it's a very competitive environment with a lot of deadlines and high stress. Yep. And so I realized that, you know, even though I had more freedom to make my own schedule and travel if I wanted to and things like that, I still felt kind of trapped in that same mentality in mm -hmm. that same system and I was still dealing with a lot of anxiety and I just felt so much resistance to moving forward on this journey at some point that I knew something needed to change and initially I thought maybe I just wanted to create some products so I could just create more passive income but then I just realized that I kind of hit the same wall again. And then I started asking deeper questions and then when you ask questions, you get answers. So yeah, that helps <laughs> that really, then I got the guidance I needed to really step into my spiritual purpose. I started working with angels and doing intuitive healing work. And that was something I had wanted to do for a really long time, but I had never felt completely ready for it. Mm -hmm. Basically, what happened was I, I was sitting on my balcony one day, just brainstorming some ideas for an ebook that I wanted to write. And I had downloaded this ebook from somebody who, yeah, just had like a really unique process for this. And there was this exercise in there to really help you get in touch with your strengths, but also your passions. And, and it was a really intuitive approach. So when I was doing this exercise, I just started getting those ideas and and then angels came through as a topic 
And that just felt so exciting. And then it was almost like my angel started talking to me while I was writing, while I was brainstorming. And then that turned into a blog and then into a YouTube channel. And everything just started flowing really um, naturally. And um, I let go of some of my my copywriting clients that I just didn't really feel mm-hmm like working with anymore and the universe delivered and then I just manifested a really great new client who had a project for me for like half a year and was really well paid so I could afford to work for money in the mornings and then do my passion projects in the afternoon and and then one thing led to the next my life just changed completely then I that's when I left Europe and I started traveling and eventually came back to Canada and long story but that's that's kind of what happened so I just followed my my joy mm. my my desire for more freedom in my life and I realized that was more of a an internal process of liberation ultimately it wasn't just about the externals of traveling more or making my own schedule, but really creating that freedom from the inside out. And that just changed everything. I love that so much. And I like how you pointed out too, that it wasn't necessary, necessarily um, the transition over from corporate to being your own, owning your own business. That wasn't um, really the, um, the trend. Well, that, I mean, that's a transition, that's a transformation, but that wasn't like kind of the, the big point uh, where, where things started shifting for you. It was whenever you did do that, that kind of inner work and started tuning in more because you were carrying the energy still from that, um, that corporate world over into your business. So it was only whenever you started kind of tuning into your intuition and really tapping into that point that things started flowing a lot more for you. So I like that point a lot. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's definitely what happened. I'd say starting my own business was definitely a step in the right direction. Mm, Exactly. Everything that followed a lot easier because then I had the freedom to choose my own clients and say, okay, I'm just not going to work with this client anymore and I'm going to gradually create space for my new direction. And so that definitely, I mean, that was already guided from within in a lot Mm. of ways as well, but just um, I also had those illusions that I think a lot of people have when they start their business, that everything's going to be a lot easier when they don't have a boss anymore. But <laughs> it's, it's not the boss. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what I realized pretty quickly. You know, I'm still feeling the same things. Yep. <laughs> and I think there's something inside of me that needs to shift and then everything else just started shifting externally as well a lot more quickly than it had before because I wasn't so focused on the hard work I was just following my inspiration and my my inner guidance I love it I love it so much and that's what I see as such a common theme when I ask this question almost everybody asks the question the answer is something about following an intuitive nudge, even though they didn't really know where it was leading, something about following an intuitive nudge and it always spirals into more of their purpose, more of their power, more of their potential. So I love that. I love those stories so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's awesome. so powerful. Yeah, it's so powerful. So now I know, and I'm, I'm going to link um, to all of your stuff below because I know people are definitely going to want to check out um, what you're up to, your done for you services, um, your courses, all of that stuff. So where, um, where can people go to find you online and what are you working on right now? 
All right, so the best place to find me online is probably my website, which is anafrolic.com. And I'm also easy to reach on Facebook, especially through my personal profile, but I think I just recently activated messaging on my business page as well. So that's always a good way to connect. And what I'm working on right now is, is definitely launching my done for you service for creating Oracle cards. I just started working with my first clients for this project. And so this is definitely taking up a lot of my focus right now. I'm also working on bringing some of my own decks back to life. So the magical heart healing cards that I mentioned at the beginning, mm -hmm. um, I'm actually creating a new version of those right now. Just, uh, upgrading and my goal for that is actually to eventually publish it with an ISBN so I can sell them on Amazon and right. get them into stores worldwide eventually that would be really awesome hey, yeah so those are those are my two main things that I'm working on right now oh so good this has been such a such a great conversation and it has inspired me and given me a little bit of a kick too to get going on my own Oracle card deck. So Anna, I really thank you for joining me today. And as we're wrapping up, I'm wondering if there's anything else you feel our listeners should know. All right. So what's what's coming through is really follow your inspiration. Don't be afraid to act on your inspiration, your inner guidance and your vision for the journey ahead of you, even if it's bigger <laughs> than you're maybe comfortable with right now. I'm really getting a sense of just really breaking free from the boxes and allowing yourself to dream big and then start taking steps in that direction. Don't let the, the magnitude of the journey scare you. <laughs> and Taking one step at a time is enough, but you really just got to get started. If you don't get started, then you're not going to get anywhere. So take it easy, take one step at a time, but do take action to make your dreams come true. Thank you so much for joining me today. Remember to check out practicalascension.com for your free membership, access to guided journeys, energy healings, activations, and more to deepen your practical ascension experience and grab that all in the show.